Quick Dry Torah of the Week. This week's Parsha, Parsha Shaitim, talks about the law of false witnesses. That if two witnesses testify falsely about someone, and then another two witnesses come along and dispute their testimony, saying, how can you have witnessed that thing in that place when you were with us at that time in another place? Says the Torah, And you shall do to him like he plotted to do against his brother. And you shall eradicate the evil from amongst you. That the false witness gets the same punishment done to him what he tried to get done to the other person. The Talmud tells us that if these false witnesses tried to get someone convicted of a capital crime, and they did get him convicted, but the person was not put to death yet, and then the witnesses are proven false, the witnesses are put to death instead. However, if the person was already put to death, even if the witnesses are proven false afterwards, they are not put to death. Because the Pasuk says, Kasher Zamam, like they plotted to do, but not Kasher Asa, but not if it was already done. Which begs an obvious question. If they are put to death for just trying to get someone killed by Bezdin, then for sure if they actually got him killed, they should be put to death. Why would they be off the hook if they actually got him killed? So the Ramban explains, that there's no way this person would have been able to be killed by a Bezdin, which Hashem says that he himself is a part of, unless this man was guilty of something worthy of capital punishment. Therefore, if he was actually killed by the Bezdin, this shows it was the right thing to happen, and we don't punish the false witnesses. The Gur Aryeh takes umbrage with this explanation. A Bezdin can only convict somebody about something that is being testified about. So to claim they are let off the hook because of something completely unrelated to what was part of the Bezdin proceedings makes no sense. So the Gur Aryeh explains that the Pasuk says, and you shall eradicate the evil from amongst you. What is the evil over here? The evil thoughts of the witnesses which manifest itself by their words. So as long as the person is still alive, these witnesses still have evil thoughts towards him. And if proven false, we need to eradicate that by killing them instead. But once he is put to death, their thoughts move on to other things, and therefore there's no more evil thoughts to eradicate, so they're not killed. However, based on both these reasons, it would seem that it does not matter what the false witnesses testified about, whether it was capital punishment, or even to get the person hit with Malchus. If it was done already, then you should not do it to the false witnesses. And that is actually the opinion of many Paiskim. Yet the Rambam in Hilchas Eidos chapter 20 Halacha Beis says that if they testify that the person should be put to death and he is, and they are later proven to be false witnesses, they are not put to death. But if they testify that he needs Malchus and he gets Malchus, and later it's proven that they were false witnesses, then the false witnesses do get Malchus. Based on the reasons stated above, why would that be the case? Why does the Rambam differentiate between capital punishment and Malchus? So the Kesef Mishnah explains that when they were just plotting to kill him, we put them to death as an atonement. But if they actually got the person killed, that is such a severe sin that we don't want them achieving any atonement by, putting, by being put to death by the Bezdin. Better such people suffer in the world to come. But getting someone to actually get Malchus is not as severe, and therefore we give them malchus in return to atone for their sin. 
The Radvaz explains that the Pasuk says we do to them what they plotted to do to their brother. So as long as the person is still alive, he's called their brother and they are punished. But if they actually got him to be put to death by the Bezdin, he's no longer around and therefore no longer called Achiv. And therefore there's no longer the concept of doing to them what they tried to do to their brother. However, by Malkus, since he is still around, he is still called Achiv, and therefore, even if he already got Malkus, the false witnesses will also get Malkus as well. The takeaway for us is the power of the connection between every Jew. That even though these witnesses are trying to get this person falsely convicted to be killed, the Tyrus still refers to him as Achiv, their brother. That no matter what happens, no matter how bitter a dispute you may be in with another person, if we just take a moment to pause, especially during the month of Elul, and realize how we're all part of one family, we're all brothers to one another, how can you not forgive your brother, your flesh and blood that deep down you surely love? And if we bring that love to the surface and forgive anyone we think did us wrong, Hashem will surely forgive us, His children, for anything we may have done wrong in the past, and give us a ksiva v'chasima taiva and a shana taiva masaka. Have a good Shabbos.